Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Carlos Garcia from the Frat Chat Podcast with a very important announcement. It's not a bird. It's not a plane. No, it's a ball trimmer sent from space. Gentlemen, our friends over at Manscaped have been working night and day to bring you a below-the-waist grooming experience like none other with their brand new Lawnmower 5.0 Ultra. We're talking about a next-generation trimmer with interchangeable blade heads for whatever shave your mind can imagine. Upgrade your grooming game to the Ultra Sphere this year by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with promo code FRATCHAT. High tech for low places with Manscaped. Oh, yeah. Hey, <laughs> we're recording. <laughs> God. I think we're I'm dying. ready. I think we're dying over here uh, <laughs> on this extra 420 friendly edition. Of the Frat Chat podcast. And I know it's not 420, but man, you know, it's been that kind of week. <laughs> you know what I think we should do? Go on. I think that we should get together and for one episode do the Hot Wings Challenge. Oh, God. I think I could do it. I know. I, I think I could well. do it too. I think I could get far. And uh, thanks to our, actually, thank, thanks to our fraternity training. Yeah, exactly. I had to eat a lot of gross shit in college, like vagina. And if I can eat vagina, then I can eat anything. Anything. Uh, picture now, you listeners, uh, young crying Simo uh, eating a yogurt with no hands. And that's about. And crying. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's about what it looked like. (laughs) Yeah. Ah! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's uh for his tears. No, not for the vagina. But anyways, we're gonna do this in uh, three, uh, two, uh, one. What are you doing? Testies in my mouth. Get on the ground, you fucking pledge. Ew. Welcome to the greatest podcast experience of your life. This is the Frat Chat Podcast. All young men like three things. Dudes. Featuring Carlos Garcia and Chris. Yeah, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of the greatest podcast in the history of podcasting time. It's the Frat Chat Podcast. I'm Carlos Garcia with Chris Simo Moore. It's a great Mr. Mo. Oh, it's good. It's good. I just um smoked a little bit of my vape, so I'm ready for today's recording. How about you? How are you? Are you high? Uh... Maybe. <laughs> oh, nice. Oh, this will be a fun one. Oh, by the way, are you wearing a turtleneck? Because I, I totally meant to uh, ask you that. Or is your neck you just know, really wrinkly? 
It is a troll neck. And it's yeah. like it's like almost my skin tone. It's exactly your color. skin tone. It looks like you have a super uh, wrinkly neck. Like what happened, dude? If I if I go like this, does it look like I'm flashing the yeah, camera? Yeah, it literally does. It's just missing. It's like a wrinkly neck man with no nipples. Yeah, that's why I yearn to be. That's, that's what happens when, uh, when you get Botox. Or your face, but your neck. <laughs> yeah, dude. I wore a turtleneck because it was cold today, and I was like, "Geez, my nipples are gonna like poke a hole through this shirt." It is so, that sweater weather, but it's that awkward sweater weather where some parts of the day it'll be like sixty-two, and then you'll be out there and it's like, "Fuck, it's hot," and then you'll change, but then go back out there and it's like forty-one. It's like, "Fuck, it's cold." So. Uh, uh, we're beat. I'm just beat with weather until the winter. You know what? This might sound fucked up. I probably shouldn't say this, but I always go off the train at Chinatown and, um, everyone's always in like a parka. And I'm like, how on earth is this neighborhood like 20 degrees colder than the rest of New York? Everyone's in a parka. That's true. I wonder why it is colder there. It's like on the train, people are wearing like you got you, there's always white guys in shorts, you know, and um, some people have like a hoodie. Some people have a T-shirt on. Some people are wearing like like straight up North Face or like Columbia brand um, puffy jackets, the, you know, the down jackets. Uh-huh. You get to Chinatown and everyone's acting like it's a freaking blizzard. I don't understand. <laughs> I mean, I wonder, I wonder what is the coldest? The coldest China gets. China gets. Do they listen to our podcast in China? They do. Oh, that's nice. But um, but I was talking about Chinatown specifically. I don't know, but I'm thinking because, for example, in Venezuela, we're right on the equator, right? So I remember coming to America one year. This is before I moved, before I lived here full time, and. Uh, there was a really cold winter at the time it was a record winter in florida where the coldest it got was 31 but at the time it was 38 the first time we the first day that we were faced up to it and it was so goddamn cold especially to me who've never been faced by anything like that that it was like literally like in cool runnings when they get to canada and then they go outside and they're like oh fuck this we go back in they put all their clothes on <laughs> the dude puts his bag on him <laughs> like it was literally like that like we didn't we were not prepared in any way for, for winter weather you know what i mean and much less going to florida so it was literally just putting on every article of clothing you had just to go outside and we look like the like in friends when joey were puts on all chandler's clothes like, oh yeah could i be wearing any more clothes like it was literally like that like so oh, light a candle for um chandler chandler bing oh r.i.p r.i.p chandler that was really sad oh, what a sad one hurts my feelings um but yeah so, um, <laughs> i was thinking maybe you know because a lot of people from that live in chinatown come from china so i was like maybe they're just not used to the weather but i don't know and everyone has a cart too what what does the weather have to say about all these carts everyone's pushing around that's true well maybe they i don't know. know um so i have a story for you Go i've on. actually lost sleep over this oh. so I was crossing the street, leaving the gym. And so whenever I'm at the gym, I'm drinking my energy shakes. I mean, my energy drinks, C4 and whatnot. Mm-hmm. See what I'm talking about? 
yeah, and that yeah. makes you kind of like wired. Yeah. Like my ears are itching, my fingers they are fucking, like, I like Yeah, no, I feel anxious almost on them. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. So uh, there, it wasn't my right of way on the at the crosswalk, but there was no cars. So me and a bunch of other people just walked across the street, and some old, some big old guy, well, old to me, but I mean, he was. He probably could run if he needed to. Uh, so some, some bigger, older guy <laughs> was like, "Like fuck you, um, you're what's wrong with the world, you people." And I first I'm like, "You people, is this a gay thing?" But he was just like screaming at us for crossing the street, and there's no cars. And so um, I just responded with, <laughs> "Shut the uh, shut the fuck up, fat boy." <laughs> and then all night I kept thinking to myself, why did I have the body shame? Oh. In my mind, I thought he was like saying something like about gays, but he was like, what the fuck's wrong with the world? And he, I was like, shut up, fat boy. And he was like, you shut the fat shut the fuck up. And then I was like, what, you want to try to catch me? I bet you can. <laughs> <laughs> and then all day and all day, I'm like, why do I have to make fun of his weights? Yeah, that That's is not nice. Even though he was cursing, screaming at us, and I think he was a little nutty, it still doesn't excuse the fact that I. So, okay, festively plump man, older man from down the street. If you were listening, I'm sorry. Note uh, the views expressed by Simo. Why hilarious are not those shared uh, here at the Frat Chat Podcast? But again, it was pretty funny. Yeah. The catch me part. Shut the fuck if, up, if you that, boy? that boy. Maybe it would have been me, but then he kept going. And the, the, when the, you can try to catch me. You got me there. So uh, say what you will about Simo, you guys. But I laughed. So in my defense, I really thought he was saying you people about gay people. Yeah, yeah I, I really I thought. So I in my it. mind, it's personal. It's yeah, a, he came and, at me. And you so got to know better me. than to say you people. At any group of people in 2013, 2023, 2013, fuck, good weed. <laughs> in 2023, you know what I mean? Because it's like, there, no matter who it is, even if even if there's a group of straight white men walking around, you say it, someone's going to get offended about something. It's like, oh, you mean the Irish? <laughs> Irish uh-huh. Americans? Like, fuck you, dude. That's not cool. You know, or like, oh, dude, that we're all 118th Jewish. That's not nice. Fuck you. You know, like someone's going to get offended. You don't ever yeah. say you people. Like, who are you? Like, 93? You people. No, you don't say you people. Just take that out of your vernacular, people. If you're still saying you people, you're going to have a lot of misunderstandings. <laughs> now, if you're racist. You out of your vernacular, you people. <laughs> yeah. You people is inappropriate. Listen, you people. <laughs> you people are what's wrong with the world. People who say you people. <laughs> so write that down, you fucks. With the holidays approaching, our sponsor, Waterboy, is here to help you prepare for those nasty holiday hangovers. Because there's nothing worse than feeling like the Grinch while everyone else in the family is rocking around the Christmas tree. Waterboy is a hydration packet scientifically formulated to cut your hangover time in half. Now, there are other hydration packs in the market, but nothing comes anywhere close to finding those Sunday scaries like one little stick of Waterboy does right here. 
with zero sugar and over three times the electrolytes of liquid IV, your hangover will stand no chance, no chance, no chance in hell, people. Now, unlike their competitors, Waterboy has added specific ingredients beyond just hydration to help in nausea, anxiety, and fatigue. Because we all know that hydration alone isn't enough to help after a holiday bender, people. It is not just for you. Waterboy's hangover recovery formula makes a thoughtful stocking stuffer or a fantastic gift for your loved ones. Show them you care about their well-being this holiday season with Waterboy, especially those college kids. And for this holiday season, our listeners will get 15% off of your entire order with an exclusive link at waterboy.com slash fratchat. Again, that's waterboy.com slash fratchat for 15% off your entire order. Recover properly with Waterboy, people. You'll thank us later. Uh, I understand. Uh, I would totally feel bad calling someone fat boy though i've been i've been called fat boy before uh growing up and uh there's really nothing you can say it just hurts so bad you know that, like, stings, you know like you can you might even have a witty comeback and roast the person back but like later on you'll think about that like fuck i gotta lose some weight <laughs> I'm getting caught fat boy. That's not- All right, here comes another night of no sleep. I feel like <laughs> shit. <laughs> but, but at the same time, I would have never yelled across the group, across the street, a bunch of people and be like, you people. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, you know, to each their own. Uh, well, festively <laughs> plump man from down the street who yelled at me the other day. If by chance, when you said you people, you did in fact mean you people as if like you queers, then shut your fat ass up, fat boy. (laughs) (laughs) That seems very sorry and very very remorseful. (laughs) So, yeah, remember, (laughs) remember that. But if not, fuck you, fat ass. <laughs> but, but if so again, so sorry. <laughs> I'm really sorry, sir. <laughs> well, I, I appreciate a belly. Yeah, no, that's true. That's true. Uh, a good belly goes a long way these days. I feel like bellies yeah. are back then. You know, they were in, and then they were out. It was all about like the pretty boys with the ass. When the dad bod made, it's making a comeback. It's been it's been in for the last like couple of years or so so yeah if you're you know belly, good when your partner starts to get in what may seem like better shape than you nothing motivates you more than to get back in the gym it's it's a competitive thing so like it's so yeah. like oh mario has been hitting the gym hard and his stomach's starting to look a lot better and i'm like fuck 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 i don't want to be like the chunky one i, don't yeah, want to no, I, shape one. So I, I got so so now i'm i'm hitting the gym real hard because I don't want him to be better than me. It has no. nothing to do with my own personal um, uh, value for health and fitness. I don't care about my strength. I just don't want my husband to get more attention than me. No, I hear you. Uh, that's. <laughs> I feel like me and Julia are the same way. Uh, two things make you uh, get jacked or in better shape. Uh, that competitive drive that you said with your when your partner gets in better shape than you. And can do, and do things that you can't, or when you go single, when you become single, yeah, yeah, literally, and then it's that revenge body, like shit. 
Oh, I'm no, not gonna get yeah. girls looking like this. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> so then you understand, like now I get why she taught me. Like <laughs> they start doing the cardio again, you know, and all this shit. So Ugh, uh, I hate cardio. I hate cardio so fucking much. It's really the worst. Uh if I never had to do it again, I'd be a happy man. But speaking of happy men. I, I don't know how this guy feels about this because uh, last week we spoke about uh, embarrassing celebrity tattoos and had this lady been a celebrity she would have made the list for show. But I sent you a story here by good friends, the influencers uh, over at the King's Land, England Land Bible and uh, they show us a lady, an influencer who, uh, his name is Anna Stanskowski, if you want to Google her yourself, who decided to get her boyfriend Kevin's name tattooed on her body, but not just on her body, on her fucking forehead. Poom, all across. You guys, it looks horrible. With a giant K. And, uh, of course, people in the comments were telling her she would regret it. But uh, she came out with her own words. Like, everyone was saying to me, I will regret that. And every time I'm looking in the mirror, I'm just like, I'm in love. I'm in love with the tattoo. And I'm in love with my boyfriend. And I think you really love someone. You just got to show it, you know? You just got to prove it. That was my British lady. Uh, (laughs) How do you say Kevin in British? Kevin, Kevin, <laughs> this is gonna be something like that. Kevin, come on, Kevin. <laughs> they probably send the V or something like that. Uh, I don't know. That's, that's what I'm saying. God damn it, Kevin. Uh, I see her in the picture behind, smiling, and I, I, I don't know if that's sincere. Yeah, that's, I wonder if she got paid for this. I wonder if some. Because she's an influencer. I wonder if some like brand or page was like, hey, if you do this, I'll pay you X amount of money. There's definitely, uh, there's definitely sadness in those eyes. <laughs> there's a lot of sadness, eyes. yeah. They're black There's a lot of sadness in those eyes, and there's a lot of meth in that blood. There's, there's, uh, <laughs> well, here's the thing. Something's not right. If you think the massive Kevin tattoo off her forehead, I think she'd be hot. Like I was really into it. Like If I put my thumb up on the picture... I'm like, I don't even care that she had. I'm not, I don't love like the full on like sleeve tattoos and across the neck, but I'm like, yeah, she's hot. I would be all about it. Take off my thumb. Yeah. Kevin. Fuck. Massive <laughs> Kevin, too. For people listening, if you're not watching on YouTube, at Frat Chat Podcast, where you can be looking at our beautiful faces and Simo's uh, weird neck, turtleneck, <laughs> live and in person. Uh, you could you would see that Kevin, fucking Kevin, it's massive. It's fucking like like, and it's like this big cursive K too that just draws so much attention to it, and it takes like two thirds of her forehead, and then the Evan. <laughs> it is bad, dude. It is. Uh, I really hope that someone was behind this, and this wasn't one of her thoughts. Because what a what a dumb dumb decision. You really show hope it. That you just gotta show it, Seba. I, I just feel like I really hope that she got paid for this. How many <laughs> followers do you have to have to be considered an influencer? Oh, 
I think. Here's the thing. I'm wondering how many, when I should expect someone to reach out to me and ask me to tattoo someone's name on my forehead. Well, uh, we here at the Frat Chat Podcast <laughs> are influencers, Mr. Mo, because we do have things such as amazing sponsors like Manscaped, where you can save 20%, get free shipping using promo code Frat Chat. Or oh, nice. Waterboy. I got to turn my hat on. Ooh, yeah. Which, I love my hat. Yeah, you can save 15% and uh, <laughs> cure your hangover within minutes, baby. Thanks to Waterboy. Uh, by using promo code FRATCHAT at waterboy.com slash FRATCHAT. It's going to be good stuff. It's good stuff. So I think I think as long as you have uh, something that you can promote and that people actually go to it, you become an influencer. You could, you got 50 followers. But if you have, let's say, you sponsor, you decide to sponsor Jimmy's Subs and fucking next door, uh, you put that promo code up in your thing, and they said, and you drive sales to Jimmy's Subs, drive one sale, you're an influencer. You've influenced. So that's a good way to put it. That's the way I look at it. I never realized how much my boys down below needed some TLC until I found Manscaped. With all their awesome products, they make my boys feel like kings. And I owe it all to you, Manscaped. Mwah. Because AI is cool and all, but I think that this might be the biggest technological advancement the world has ever seen. I mean, think about it. Every man knows how scary it is when you're gonna go in for a close shave below the belt. It's terrifying. That's why I trust only Manscaped for all my sensitive areas. Inside this package, you'll find the star of the show, the Lawnmower 5.0 Ultra, baby. Their fifth generation trimmer features two interchangeable next generation skin safe blade heads, a standard one for taking a little off the top and a new foil blade to go smooth wherever your heart desires. Typically your balls. We also have dual LED spotlights to provide contrast of multiple skin tones, three length setting combs, and oh, did I mention this trimmer is waterproof too? Cause it is, it's totally waterproof, yeah. I just said it, so remember that. And no more wet shaving down there. Count me in, because we're talking three length setting combs for all your desired legs. And oh, did I mention this trimmer is waterproof too? Just in case I didn't say it before, I said it. It's waterproof. Remember that. Write that down. Tell your friends. And taking it on the go, well, Manscaped has you covered because this puppy comes with a travel case and even a travel lock feature to avoid any accidental powering and or weird looks at the airport because it's totally a ball trimmer. That's all it is in there. I swear to God, officer. And this right here is on the cutting edge of cutting pews. So upgrade your ball trimmer right now and your life will follow. And get 20% off plus free shipping with the promo code FRATCHAT at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the promo code FRATCHAT at manscaped.com. I can promise you, you've never seen a ball trimmer look like a spaceship. So get yours today from our folks at Manscaped. Uh, so it goes from big sponsorships to just even if you have 50 followers. you can, Everybody can be an influencer. As long as you influence people. If you get kids to try drugs, you're an influencer. <gasps> oh everybody can make it big everybody can make it big it's like you got a little gym i know, well, I know a lot of influencers then that's right <laughs> they deliver 
<laughs> we're, we're big fans of influencers here at the Frat Chat Podcast. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's how I tried weed for the first time. Thanks to influencers. <laughs> <laughs> I never looked back. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, but what do you think, you guys? Let us know. Uh, give us a follow on all sorts of channels at Frat Chat Podcast. That's on Instagram. That's on Facebook. That's on Twitter slash X. That is on YouTube. Uh, drop us a little note. Say what's up. Say, hey, this chick is cool. We're putting on that tattoo or forehead. Or, hey, she's kind of crazy. Let us know. We don't care. We won't judge. Unless you're into some weird shit, then we'll kind of judge. So it's up to you, really. <laughs> we try not to judge, but, you know, sometimes we gotta. <laughs> I'm a little judgy. <laughs> Sometimes you just can't help it. <laughs> so let us know what you think of Kevin. Um, and anywho, Mr. Mao, uh, if you were to ask me, a tattoo that big looks like a prank. You know what I mean? Like, like you fall asleep and someone puts a fake tattoo on you. Yeah, <laughs> it a really you mean real, prank. Yeah, a really bad, shitty prank. Uh, but this week, Mr. Mao, we're going to go... Uh, take a dive through the giggle factory, you guys, and uh, hopefully put some laughs into your system because we're going to be looking back at some of the funniest, most epic pranks uh, that we've seen or have heard of on the interwebs. And this episode is one that uh, it may might be a part one. We might do this again because the, there's plenty of pranks out there and there's plenty of pranks that we've done and uh, been part of so uh maybe we could call this part one but we don't know when we'll revisit it next time but just keep it in the back of your head listeners this is part one of many or for carlos's friends parte uno parte <laughs> numero uno that's right or for simo's friends part one <laughs> You're going to be offensive. I'm going to be offensive. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. We're going to get canceled. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, we're going to talk pranks. And uh, I'm not going to lie. Stay tuned for my number one uh, on the greatest pranks list. It's worth it. And it features a cameo by a very well-known celebrity that you would not expect to do anything like this it's crazy oh mine are all personal yeah no it's good it's good glad but just note this last one is gonna be worth it i mean they're all i should go first but uh yeah for sure you absolutely go first take it okay well um i had a roommate in college she was a big alcoholic a lot of fun but like a huge drunk and he was the munchies are. drunk. Uh, uh, remember bitch tits? Yes, I do. Well, I used to take Oreos, scoop out the filling, and fill it up with toothpaste, oh. and feed him snacks when he came home drunk. Oh. I was mad at him for something. You know what I think it was? I think that um, because I was in a wheelchair my sophomore year, yeah. and... Um, he wasn't really helpful. He was really embarrassed about me being the, I was his roommate, but he like, if I didn't like, if I, if someone didn't push me to like the campus, the union 
um, the student union for food. I didn't have enough arm strength to get my ass down the hill and up the hill again. You know what I mean? So I was really dependent on people to push me in a wheelchair and he just wouldn't. And so um, whenever he came back drunk, I'd be like, hey, you want a snack? (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, man. You're the best roommate. And I mean, the thing about it is he'd be like, mint. Uh Uh-huh. Really? Oh yeah. Were yeah. there mint Oreos? Was that a thing? Yeah, I think there are some. Wow. So you'd yeah. be like, he'd be like mint. Yeah. For your listeners, they this person minty. This person would get trashed, like trash drugs. So even they, he might not even have caught it if it was the right toothpaste flavor. Uh Simo has said many a story about a certain roommate that would piss the bed a lot. That this is the person that he's talking about. Yeah, and his brother a also, little guy. His brother also is a notorious bedwetter. So it's definitely something that runs in the family when they drink. <laughs> I've done that before. Yeah, but I think a lot both, of people have pissed the bed drunk off their ass. They're both notorious for doing it. Like they'll have yeah, six beers and they piss the bed. Like they're both big time bedwetters. Him and his brother. So they should wear a diaper. Yeah. Man diapers are a thing, people. If you wet the bed. Kind of like when my husband and I are in an argument, I go to bed and I wear a cork. (laughs) But then when he changes his mind, he just goes like. (laughs) 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 It comes right out. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. I have to press on my belly button. (laughs) Or he gets it out with a corkscrew like a wine bottle. (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah jesus christ that's the best part spins it out slowly yum <laughs> helps me float okay so what's your first one? Oh god okay so this my first one is uh comes from the land of reddit and uh this is what i call a Good harmless prank that at the same time is nice and annoying for someone. And uh, I can get behind this. So Reddit user Matthew McErnerney. I mean, McErnerney. Yep, Matthew McErnerney. Good Lord, dude. Did you have to pick the most fucking confusing last name? Anyway, he says... During my junior year in high school, the seniors decided to flip every seat in the auditorium. All the chairs were bolted into the ground, by the way. The night before a morning school meeting, the class snuck in, unscrewed every single chair, turned them backwards, and screwed them back in. When the meeting began on Tuesday morning, the entire school had to face backwards for the whole meeting. Which, uh, I mean, it's your, I'm, it's, I'm putting it as the bottom of the ladder. But that is some goddamn effort. So A for effort. I was gonna say, that that's one. tedious. Yeah, dude. Taking an entire and you have to have someone. Here's the thing. At this point, they're 17. So you have to have someone who knows what the fuck they're doing. Uh they gotta be able to sneak into the school, be there, and get this job done quick enough and quietly enough not to get caught. Because schools have like sensors and shit too. So uh, and you know who knows who the fuck's gonna come in at any given point, so it's a risky ass prank that the you know deserves more credit, ladies and gentlemen. The holidays are upon us, and you know what that means for us here at the Frat Chat Podcast. 
heavy drinking. Whether it's to hang with friends and family you haven't seen in a while, or just to put up with your creepy Uncle Jimmy that touches you way too much and doesn't seem to learn anything about personal boundaries, Uncle Jimmy. Uh, the boozy drinks are always flowing freely here during the holiday. That means that a holiday hangover is always trying to ruin my good times. And now that I'm in my 30s, a hangover would take days to recover from. That was until I found Waterboy, the best damn hydration stick in the game. Because that's all a hangover is, people, dehydration. So you want to make sure you're putting back into your body what the hard night of partying took out. And most hydration powders are packed full of sugar that cause you to crash even harder. Not to mention you have to drink so many of them to get the electrolyte replenishment that your body really needs to recover. Meanwhile, Waterboy has over nine times the electrolytes of the Gatorade inside just one of these sticks. Inside each one of these bad boys, there's ginger for that nausea and to make your tummy feel better. There's also L-theanine to help calm your nerves and reduce your anxiety. And maybe the best part about Waterboy is how amazing it tastes. Their most popular flavors include strawberry lemonade, lemon lime, and blue raspberry, though I'm personally partial to grape myself. Oh, it's so good. You're actually going to want to drink these. And Waterboy is also gluten-free, caffeine-free, dairy-free, vegan, and made right here in the US of A. A lot of things get worse as you get older, but your hangovers don't have to. Waterboy isn't a magic cure, but it's pretty damn close to one. Hundreds of thousands of people already trust Waterboy as their hangover cure. It's time to stop dealing with that anxiety alone. For a limited time, our listeners get an exclusive 15% off discount with our link at waterboy.com slash fratchat. That's 15% off waterboy.com forward slash fratchat. It's time to ho-ho hydrate this holiday season with Waterboy. Well, they did the right thing because it says that the the I, I'm assuming the entire class because that's that's such a, a hard job. It says the class snuck in, so that the entire graduating class or entire junior class um, did it. Were they going to expel and suspend? You know, every single student they can. So there is strength in numbers for sure. Totally, and you can you know work quicker if everybody you know if everybody has to flip three chairs or something. It's much quicker and then you have someone who's the bold guy just like chit, 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 you know like moving down the line and just factory assembly shit assembly line that shit uh yeah I, that, that's like the good harmless fun no one gets hurt no one dies uh you know it's honestly it's probably annoying for the school janitor or who the fuck has to fix it the next day <laughs> <laughs> but you know Good for good for that high school. Oh my gosh, we're screwing so much. One forearm is gonna be so sore, and the other one's gonna be so weak. You know what I mean? Like when oh, you're yeah. like when you're putting together IKEA furniture, doesn't your right arm hurt really bad? <laughs> That's so true. That's so true. IKEA, God, everything there you have to fucking screw and put it. I think that's everything. So then you had to jack off with your left hand for the next few weeks, so that one muscle doesn't get bigger than the other. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> that's symmetry, you guys. Write that down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we believe in it here at the Frat Chat Podcast. So yeah, no, I, I I forgot to bring something up earlier. Go on. This is a total tangent. Okay. But I wanted to tell you about the dyslexia moment that I had on TikTok. Oh God. Go on. And it's you saw the post. Some some guy named James. Hey James. 
He said, this is actually sad that you guys are like 40 still talking about frats to an audience of none too. Remember that on TikTok? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Some jerk. Well, first of all, neither of us are 40. One of us is close to it, but we're not. Um, and we, we have quite the, thank you very much. <laughs> uh, and we have quite the audience. Thank you. Uh, so then Carlos said, it's 69 countries. <laughs> so, um, Carlos said, maybe, but what's even sadder is making an ass of yourself on the internet while also being totally wrong. But yeah. you keep doing you, James. Yeah, Peace. Fuck you, James. <laughs> well, when I read this. James, I'm going to repeat. James said, this is actually sad. You guys are like 40 still talking about frats. I read, this is actually sad. You guys are like 40 still talking about farts. <laughs> I misread frats for farts. And I was like, well, I'm going to respond to this. <laughs> so I said, 69 countries are currently listening to us talk about farts and stuff. And my next anal salute is dedicated to you, James. <laughs> well, it's like, what the fuck are you talking about? I, that, I, that I'm like, well, it's too much effort to delete it. It's already out at this point. I've, I uh, was confused about the second part, but I was definitely like, yeah, it's applicable. <laughs> it's like, what? What was I thinking? I got to learn to read. I got to read slower, but I already read so slow. You know what I mean? Oh, I mean, you, you only have so much phone data. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let me let me attempt to read my next one. Okay. So since we're on the topic of my old roommate, I had one more prank that I did to him. Okay. And... um. I lived with him for three years. I, I, um, I don't know what pissed me off or if I just thought this would be funny or maybe, maybe I saw it on TV and I thought maybe I can do it. Um, but some way or another, I was motivated to take his stick deodorant, the white stick. I wound it all the way up. So it was completely exposed and I chopped it off with a butter knife and I wound it all the way back down and I took cottage cheese and I stuffed the inside of the um, deodorant and I put the top on and I left it on his dresser. So then that day, his girlfriend came over. They did the dirty. They got in the shower. She got out first and she oh. used this deodorant and was like, oh, dad, what the fuck is this? Oh, I mean, roommate, let's name him Bob. Bob, what the <laughs> fuck is this? He was like, what? She's like, you, you're fucking disgusting. But it was me. I was the culprit. I said, gotta go. I left. It's like, oh, shit. Because she, she was a nice girl. She didn't deserve that. <laughs> yeah, she was no. in the wrong place at the wrong time in the line of fire. Oh, my God. Wow. Wow. See, this is why I, I never lived with Simo, you guys, because <laughs> Julie would break up with me as she's got as she's deodorant. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, she would not believe that it was a prank from you either. She would just think that I did it to her. So shit. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Man, I imagine. But it, and, and also, though, how long did it 
did you leave it in there before she used it? Because wouldn't she have fucking smelled it when she opened it? It had it been sticky. So the the texture had it been lumpy. That should have been it, it probably like like so really rub it in there. <laughs> but I really like you I think that the texture smells like kind of she smells like shit, especially if you leave yeah. it in there for an hour. It had to have been yeah, I think that it had to have been the texture first that she noticed. And she probably thought, oh, maybe it's warm and melted. I really think oh, that if it was me, I would have been like, ooh, this feels weird before I smelled it. I would smell it before I put it on. But I guess when you're in that situation, you kind of got to take what's there anyways. Now, when you use deodorant, do you smell before you put on it? Or is it just so routine that you just put it on? Well, when it's my own deodorant. Oh, but, I see. But, uh, I see. but if I were to use try to use Julie's, I'd smell it before I put it on. But I guess you don't really have a choice, anyways. You just put it because you know if you're borrowing someone's deodorant, it's not gonna be like, hey, do you have another deodorant? You know, what I mean? it's not. I'm not gonna, and I'm not gonna not wear deodorant. I'm not trying to get stinky like that. So I get it. Maybe she was just didn't even think about smelling it because it's your fucking boyfriend's deodorant you're not gonna have it in a million years <laughs> assume that it's full of fucking goddamn cheese <laughs> oh god and uh sorry little miss zeta if you can hear me you know who you are sorry and uh shit <laughs> did he also eat goldfish off her back while they were doing it with doggy style <laughs> yeah she was, she was like, can I talk to you about something? <laughs> oh, I was like, sex, good. Oh. Snacks, good. Sex and snacks, why not? <laughs> good. As he wipes the cleaning station after. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> you know, it's like, uh, it's a, if you're going to let him jizz back there, are goldfish really an issue? If you think about it. Correct. You know, just saying. That's, that's all I'm saying. Uh, anyways, that's a good one. Cottage cheese and deodorant. Wow, and that's that's so gross. I just like imagine the smell, and it makes me want to gag. Anyways, this What's one up next on the docket on the dicket is uh, the dicket. Reddit user a disc golfer. Oh, a disc golfer. I just had a typo there. Uh, actually suggested one. Well, this one is something that he did. But I think that you would love for your office. And for anybody okay. in the office world. Because this is funny. And I can't believe I never thought of this. So he says, simple. But many hours of muffled laughter followed by the entire office erupting in laughter. Hooked up a wireless mouse to a co-worker's computer. So, uh, basically, if you have a wireless mouse connected to someone's computer, you know, you know they can have their mouse and be clicking about, but you can be wherever you're the fuck you're at with the wireless right. and control it and fuck about. So, user says he went two days cussing under his breath and changing out wired mice holding them up in the air, wondering what the hell it was up. <laughs> we passed the thing around, each person coming up with their own creative ways to frustrate him. 
And again, nice wholesome prank. No one gets hurt. Obviously, the guy's gonna be fucking annoyed, but <laughs> that's yeah, a nice I feel bonding. Like if the whole office is in on it, he must be like unbearable. Ah, yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. We're not, it's like I've never gotten in on a whole office prank in a person, so you know for a fact uh, he was <laughs> he had it coming. Um, but that's so simple, so simple. And and the thing is, like with wireless mice, you know, you would just have this plug into the computer, essentially. Right. You leave it there, and someone turns back. The fucking, they're goddamn. They're not gonna. Oh, what the hell is that? You know, they're never. They're not gonna look at it twice. Genius, 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 genius. And so I, cool. I'm actually thinking about doing this now. That's yeah. So right. <laughs> it's like I look over my coworker's shoulder and try to mimic the moves that they're making so that they think that it's working sometimes. Do you know totally. what I mean? Totally. And you know, sometimes you and just start dragging it... everything in. I'll just start dragging everything into the recycling bin. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Isn't this funny? <laughs> Click everything so every document starts opening. He's like, no, 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 what the fuck? <laughs> oh man, there's so much you can do. There's so much you can do. Uh, genius. That's a good one. All right, this golfer. Good yeah, job. Good job, buddy. Okay. So my next one um, is actually something that a friend of mine did, and I thought it was hilarious, so I've done it as well, but I really can't take credit for the creation of this prank. So um, this girl went to Ocean City, Maryland on the boardwalk, and at the time when we were younger, remember everyone was doing those like inkjet printing, like yeah. on their shirts and, and trucker hats. Totally. So my friend said, hey, can you make a trucker hat for my mom? She's not here. She's not feeling well. So I thought it'd be a nice gift to bring back to her. And of course, she's willing to pay. She said, my mom's name is Diaria. And so she spells it. D-I-A-R-R-H-E-A. <laughs> so the guy made this beautiful, beautiful hat with this calligraphy that spelled what he thought was Diaria. And then when he turned the hat around and showed my friend, she was like, are you fucking kidding me? Diarrhea? You want me to give my sick mother this this hat that says diarrhea? No, you, you take your own fucking diarrhea. And uh, I'm not sure if she paid for the hat and took it or what, but that's that's the story I was told. And so um, I've, I've done that before, but I was nicer about it. <laughs> Diarrhea. Because <laughs> Diarrhea is how you do it. Oh, my God. Oh my god, that is the greatest thing ever. That is so fantastic. It's so simple. <laughs> a twenty dollar hat. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> I want a Diaria hat and a matching T-shirt. Yeah, <laughs> Nate from Moonlife, get on it. That's that's right, Nate. We need some Diaria hats. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, oh, that would like hurt my face from laughing. Good lord, that's the Spanish in me really uh, loves that one extra hard. 
Um, okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good times. Up next, on mind, is uh, one that user uh, at Pucahontas. Pucahontas. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Not Pocahontas, it's Puka. That's that's right. That's right. (laughs) Um, uh, Oh, shit. I hate that sound. Hey, you started it. You started it. You guys can literally rewind this podcast. But that's just so realistic. Oh. Great sounds here at the Frat Chat Podcast. But, uh, yeah, Pucahontas put out this story. And honestly, it reminded me of all the stories I've shared uh, on the pod about Nemeth and the things we did to him. And, and uh, you know, like when he was hammered and would pass out in college with his shoes on. and Which is why, actually, uh, you guys, I didn't include my own personal anecdotes in this episode, because I've shared a lot of the good ones already, so I want to keep some in the back pocket for future episodes. Uh, but this is right along in some of the stuff that we would do. But this is good shit. Anyways, Pukahannis said, I had a TA that told me this one. Him and some friends had a college buddy that would get super duper drunk and pass out on top of his bunk in his dorm, as all aspiring men should. His dorm was on the sixth floor. One night after he passed out, they moved all of his furniture into an empty, identical room on the first floor. They set up everything in the new room exactly the same and placed him on his bunk. They gave his body some time to sleep sober up so so that he could appreciate what they were about to do to him. One of his buddies woke him up in a panic, yelling nonsense, getting him out of bed and getting him ready to leave. He was able to grab a shirt out of the closet and start putting his uh, his clothes on. All of his belongings were exactly where he thought they were, so he didn't notice the change in rooms. Seconds later, three others barged through the door, grabbed the drunkard, and threw him out the window. He screamed for his life, thinking he would fall 60 feet, because remember, his room was on the sixth floor, only to land after two feet in some shrubs. <laughs> But here's the thing. <laughs> this person learned nothing from this. He got equally drunk the next night, uh, the user says. So, also like Nima, it doesn't matter what the fuck you do to him, uh, he would just keep doing it. Dude, so, it seems like this is the person. Everybody has that. Every, every college group has that friend. Huh? He just gets shit faced and you just draw dicks. I was that person. <laughs> uh, I, I also was taking Ambien, and I would wake up all sorts of places. Oh, yeah, that'll do it. That'll do it. That's why. Talking about Vietnam and some weird shit. Yeah, that's, I, I don't that's know. That's why Simo recorded his uh, first mixtape. It's just him saying the N-word over and over again. No. <laughs> oh, good God, no. Featuring Roseanne Barr. <laughs> Featuring Roseanne Barr. I used to love her. Roseanne's got bars. <laughs> I love Chatil. You know. You know. You know what, though? Even though it wasn't six feet, or I'm sorry, six floors, 
I still think it would hurt to fall into some bushes. Nah, like I like it's it's essentially like getting a uh, jazzed from Fresh Prince of Bel Air, but landing in the bushes. You know, you're not. So I know, but I'm saying like the bushes could hurt. What if they where if they're prickly? <laughs> I guess, I, mean, I guess it's fair, but uh, I don't know. I guess I'll just let you be the gay one. So, yeah, uh... <laughs> 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 they're prickly. <laughs> another, another. Um, on the other hand, it might feel good if you position it and land just right over the perfect branch. So, hmm, all depends. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Oh, God. Have <laughs> uh, you drunkenly stumble in the right wood? <laughs> you know what I mean? Simo. My next one um, involves my sister and I. So we had a prank war for quite some time uh, throughout elementary, middle, and high school. And my mom even sat us down a few times and was like, you guys have to get it together. Like, you guys are getting in trouble in school. Like, your grandparents are upset. Everyone's upset. Like, you have to stop this. Because we would just be horrible to each other. So one night when I was asleep, my sister had self-tanner. And it wasn't, like, the spray or, like, the lotion. It was foam. It was self-tanner foam. So she took... Sultana and put foam all over my arms and legs um, in like a spotted pattern. So then when I woke up the next morning, it looked like I was covered in bruises. I was oh covered in these dark God. brown spots. And my mom made me go to school like that. And it was hot. So I wore, I wore t-shirt and shorts and everyone made fun of me. And the guidance counselor pulled me aside and had me fill out this questionnaire about whether or not I felt safe at home because it literally looked like I was covered in bruises. <laughs> and all the kids laughed at you like, ha, your parents beat you, your parents beat you. <laughs> oh, man, that's crazy. But that's some evil genius shit. I'm not going to lie. I've never heard of a spray tan like that. But uh, that's... It wasn't that's like spray bad. or lotion. It was a foam. Kind of like oh, how mousse yeah. is. It came out like a like yeah, a yeah, foam. Totally. That's fucking genius, dude. I'm not going to lie. That is some evil genius shit. Yeah. <laughs> now, was this... Uh, before or after you saw your mom poop in a bag because maybe she sent you to school to after message. see there you go <laughs> so you've, been telling people, like... you've been telling people that i know you go to school <laughs> your mom put her sister up to it <laughs> it was her idea my mom told me that my sister gets drunk and calls her and asks her to tell the story on speaker and i didn't know <laughs> that she did that <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh my god, that's so mean. Meanwhile, I talk about all the podcasts all the time. <laughs> hey, 69 countries. Remember when my mom pooped in a bag? <laughs> and I always talk about it. Wow. So <laughs> your sister has told 69 people. We told 69 countries, you know. Uh, 
It's a good story. <laughs> oh, man. That's quite the stinker uh, here at the French Hat Podcast. Quite the stinker. <laughs> Anywho, I got two more. Mr. Mo's got one more. Uh, my second to last was posted by user, Reddit user, at Zachman. 2K. Oh, like Pac-Man. That's right. Uh, Zach with two Ks. Thank God. Because we had three Ks, that's going to be a problem. Um, They're probably a fraternity, brother. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> uh, yeah. Zachman says, <laughs> I went to the adult bookstore and purchased the largest dildos of anal beads and whatever other obscene thing I could find. I stuck it all in a box and then had my wife wrap it up in extremely beautifully wrapping paper. Uh, then I stuck it in a friend's gift pile at his wedding with no card. <laughs> I didn't hear anything about it for two years. Until I ran into the guy's brother. <laughs> they had a gift opening in front of their entire family. It was aunts, uncles, grandparents, the whole lot. Oh, to top it God. off, his father was recording the event. <laughs> I guess he opened the box and immediately slammed it shut. Everyone was asking what it was, and he kept repeating, It's not for children's eyes! It's not for children's eyes! His dad stopped filming, looked in the box, and then whisked it away. I couldn't have asked for a better payoff. That is fucking amazing. At Zach, man. That's worth the two-year wait. That is worth the two-year wait. (laughs) Especially finding out from the brother, too. (laughs) So, oh, shit! You're better off. Uh, no, that's the best payoff I've ever heard on a on a prank. That is literally worth a two year prank, a two year wait, in my opinion. Wow. That's great. That's fantastic. I'm surprised that the the victim in this scenario never reached out and was, "Hey, hey, buddy, wait till you hear what happened to me." You know what I mean? That's true. I, I would have told you guys all. I, I would have been like, "Does anyone know anything about this?" That's true. Maybe put it, put it like. You know, you don't want to write everyone at the wedding or all your potential friends that could have done it. You know what I mean? Like for me, if it was if I had to think about who would have done it. Yeah, maybe maybe you. But there's some Mm -hmm. there's some other options in there that I would think about that. I would damn do I really want to mass text all these people (laughs) asking them if they sent me a fucking dildo. Like That's like, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Ah, that's so good. That's so genius. That's so good. See, I, I love stuff like that. It doesn't hurt anybody. Uh, it's, it's embarrassing. Don't get me wrong. But this dude paid for it. Uh, it's his own money. The sex toys are not cheap. Maybe I'm sure the marriage needs to spice up after a few months. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and with anal beads, they can yeah. share. So, you know. Some of those can be expensive. You can re-gift those. Uh-huh. That's right. If they're not open, re-gift them. Totally. You know, you're nice supposed to be getting married party. at some point. That's great for, yeah, a bachelorette party, bachelor party. Um, yeah, pride. His birthday, you know, whatever. <laughs> um, well, 
My last one isn't very nice, but this is a prank that I did. Oh. But it's a good fucking prank. Okay. So let me give you guys the background. Once upon a time, Simo, that's me, I dated a monster who uh, I think had a drug problem. I just covered up, covered it up well. And he racked up some of my credit cards and he stole money from me. And uh, he was just really bad news. And I ultimately moved out. I was scared to move out earlier because we had a lease together. And I was like, I can't afford to pay this by myself. You know what I mean? So sometimes you're stuck in relationships because of a lease. Anyway. So I um, uh, broke up with him. And as I was moving out, he had left a diary on my bed. Well, on our bed. And I didn't know he kept a diary. And I thought, well, he knows I'm in here. Maybe he wants me to see this. Yeah. So I read through it. And diary was a lot of confessions for a lot of shitty things that he did. He just had to get it off his chest. So he wrote it down. And so I made photocopies of the most incriminating entries. Um, after that, I uh, called him to tell him that he was uninvited to our friend's giving. He said, well, I was invited. And I said, you were invited as my plus one. But now that we're no longer together, your invitation is null and void. Right. He said, no, I really want to go there. My friends too. And I said, if you come, I will make it very uncomfortable for you. So I was in charge of getting like um, booze, like paper plates, forks and knives and things like that. But I went a step further and I took all of these photocopies and I laminated them and made placemats. And we all read them around the dinner table until he left. Oh. Oh. So my friends thought that was really mean. They even left. They were like, we don't want to be part of this. And I was like, well, you might want to be part of this because this one's about the money he owes your ass. You know, so oh, it was my good. God. Not Dude, clever. That is also some evil genius shit. But I also blame. Uh, blame your ex because it's like you're gonna move out and you don't check for your diary you just leave it there like, what the fuck what do you think i also put chicken cutlets in the back of his couch and turn the heat on oh that's mean that's awesome though See, and I then like i saw the couch on the curb like a few days later <laughs> <laughs> oh man it smells like shit waka waka yeah, he definitely uh, definitely never knew where it came from. Oh, my God. I don't... <sighs> See, that's why I would never keep a diary. Just because I know someone would find it. Do some fucked up shit with it. <laughs> right. You don't want to write that stuff down. Mm-mm, I keep that. What's even worse is that in 20 years, you might find it and read through it and be like, oh, my yeah, God, this oh, is so yeah. embarrassing. Like the like the closest thing I ever came was uh, when I was like sixteen. I used the uh, the site Live Journal, which was a whole. Oh, I remember you saying about this. It was like statuses, essentially before Facebook and all that. It was Live Journal, and literally it was a, it was almost like an online diary. But I look back at like the shit that I wrote now because I mean, even though it's not that many. The page is still up there, but I don't know the username and password anymore, so I can't fucking even delete it. And it's just like, man, 
was I a dumbass? Like, I, did I, I didn't know how to write. Like, what the fuck? Like, what am I talking about? Like, I'm complaining about all this shit. It's like, ugh. sometimes you're, especially your thoughts as a teenager, man. Like, you'll read that shit back and be like, man, what the fuck was I? And special ed or something. Yeah, like that. dude. Oh, with me. Remember, we were younger and everything mattered. Yeah, like I like cared way too much <laughs> about about the dumbest shit too. That's like, uh. I'm at the point in my life where no, it, it doesn't matter what it is. Any bad news, I'm always just like, eh, shit happens. Why wouldn't Why wouldn't that happen? Ugh, whatever. That's yeah. how I kind of approach everything. I'm pretty relaxed about any and all bad news and now i get why old people you get to a certain point where you see some old people that just don't give a fuck <laughs> they just don't mm-hmm. give a shit they just say whatever the fuck they want and even even the shitty old people even the racist ones that suck ass you know what i mean like they're just like at that, they're at the point of life where like they just don't give a fuck like uh you don't want to be racist obviously fuck that but the fact that they can be good for them <laughs> <laughs> awful people I hope they burn in hell but <laughs> the fact that they're that comfortable with themselves yeah they can feel that they can say whatever the fuck they want with no problem yeah good for them i wish i i like that that self-awareness sometimes but the older you get you really do lose i feel like a little part of your filter every so often and it just becomes like ah fuck this like oh the fuck do i have to please anymore so, so you're saying that that my tactlessness is going to get worse. Buckle your seatbelts, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> you're in for a ride. Yes. Uh, I can't wait to see old Sima in six weeks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But anyways, on to my last one. And uh, save the best for last. And it's a celebrity prank. Nice. Which uh, is not something you expect this actor to do. It's a actor. He's a full on. Uh, I was going to say full on rapist, but <laughs> but it's philanthropist. <laughs> uh, <laughs> if you know, you know. That's a always sunny in Philadelphia joke. But uh, he's a pretty well known guy. Good looking guy. Cool guy. Everybody wants to party with this guy. Now he's settled down with his super hot international uh, lawyer. Uh, but I'm talking, of course, about George Clooney. And uh, apparently, and the, no, this story, it's not just like hearsay, like uh, the whole thing about what's his face? Uh, Richard Gere having a gerbil up his ass. Uh, I've know. heard that. Yeah, there's, there's Wait, a- and someone else recently too. Mm, was it? Mm, I forget. There's, there's Hollywood lore else. like that, but this story, yeah, has been confirmed and told by George Clooney himself. Hundred percent real, and uh, he had a roommate who had a cat, and the litter box for the cat was in the bathroom next to the toilet. And uh, George, while doing this prank, started waking up earlier than his roommate and would scoop the poop into the toilet and flush it down. A couple days go by, 
And the roommate asked George Clooney if uh, if George noticed anything about the cat. George said, what do you mean? Yeah, he's like, well, the cat hasn't pooped in several days. <laughs> and George Clooney uh, then tells the guy that he hasn't noticed anything. Well, the next day, George Clooney himself took a massive shit in the litter box. <laughs> 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 this is probably like ten times the size of the cat's <laughs> normal shit. Exactly. <laughs> so the cat just thought, <laughs> it was the cat because the cat had shit. So he was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> just thought his cat took a monster shit in there. Fluffy, <laughs> is your butthole okay? Yeah. Good <laughs> god! And here's the thing: the roommate was famous actor Richard Kind, who I put his picture in. Oh. If you guys Google this guy, he's like he's like one of like the nicer actors in Hollywood. Uh, he was always playing like the nice guy. Uh, well, his last name was, is Kind, so he kind of has to be. Yeah, right? He's a very lovable, lovable guy. If your name uh, is Bambi, me. you're going to be a stripper. If your last name is Kind, you're going to be a pushover. <laughs> That's right. Or a serial killer, to be fair. Or a serial like killer. Uh, yeah. But, but uh, yeah, this guy's great. Uh, what a prank, dude. I, like, and the fact that it's from George fucking Clooney, that to me just made him a total legend. I knew that he partied. I knew that he gets women. You know, he's a talented actor, writer, director, producer can do it all but you add legendary prankster and now i'm like okay george i get it you you really can do no wrong he can do he, no wrong. george should have partnered with ashton kutcher <laughs> remember punked that was such a good show that was a great show punk i honestly like maybe that's what ashton kutcher needs to uh heal his public persona after the whole danny masterson scandal uh, yeah, he used to bring Punk back because Punk did good. Then I came back with Adam. He actually, even though the show was about the pranks, Ashton Kutcher was a, a big part of it, a good and a good part of it at that. So mm-hmm. can't deal with Adam. But yeah, that show was awesome. Uh, kind of want to watch it actually. Maybe I'll do some this weekend. Oh, I've been watching um House Villain. Oh yeah, House of Villains. I told you it's good, right? I'm so upset my favorite got voted off. I can't say who it is because I don't want to give away any spoilers, but you can probably assume who is my favorite. She is my everything, and yeah. she's no longer there. Yeah. Did, did you binge? What? There's not, there hasn't been that many episodes. So are you all caught up? Like four or five episodes. I, I watched them all. Nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. She, uh, I know who you're talking about, but what a way to go, baby. <laughs> I know. <laughs> It's such a fun show. I really, I expected. I, I was watching because Jacks from Vanderpump Rules is in it, so mm-hmm, I thought, mm-hmm. you know, maybe uh, I'll only like it for him. But nope, the casting is so good in that show that I like. I'm in love with every character in it right now. They're all doing so good. There's the ones even that I hate, but like everybody plays their part so well. It's such a guilty pleasure of a show. So if you were into some really funny 
trashy reality TV. Check out House of Villains. You're going to have a good time. I'm telling you, I don't care who you are, you're going to have a good time. Fun show. My favorite challenge is when they were in a challenge, but the other roommates didn't know, and they had to ask and get the other roommates to do weird things. Yep. So good. I feel like I'd be good at that, something like that. Oh, yeah, me too. challenges that I definitely want to do. And I like that show because every challenge – it's not like like the show The Challenge, for example, it's very physical. So you gotta be in mm-hmm. top shape. And I feel like I could compete physically, but you know, if someone's a super athlete, it skews towards them. Meanwhile, this show, the challenges are always the opposite of what you think. So you don't necessarily need to be super fit to win this stuff. You need to be smart. And you need to be able to play the game and fool people and fuck with people. So it's uh it's it's very interesting how they do it. So definitely mm-hmm. check the show out. House of Villains on E Network. They're not even paying us to promote this, but if you want to give us some money, E. Yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> we'll take it. Simo needs new Botox in a few weeks. So you know. I do. I'm yeah. so long over here. Look how much movement I have in my forehead. I know. Forehead my lips are under are undercooked too. I gotta I gotta plump them up. I got a lot of work to do. If he doesn't do something soon, his forehead's going to look like his turtleneck. <laughs> no. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but anywho, that was our list of hilarious uh, pranks. Let us know what you thought. Give us a follow on all social channels at Fratchat Podcast, on Instagram, on Facebook, on Twitter, slash X and YouTube. Uh, You can give me a follow as well at Carlos Does the World on Instagram, on Facebook, on TikTok, on Twitter, on YouTube. And you can give my buddy Simo a follow as well at Chris.Moore.Comedy on Instagram, on TikTok, at Comedy on Twitter, slash X. Let us know any hilarious pranks that you yourself have done, and maybe we'll feature the funniest ones on the air future episode oh yeah so mr mo it's time to go so won't you get us out of here i motion to adjourn this and i second all right mr mo i will see you next week well i'll probably see you before that you know for the purpose of the podcast i'll see you next week but you know Yes. <laughs> correct, correct. It's the worst outro we've ever done. <laughs> We're going to be on stage. That's right. Check it out. This Friday, greatest comedy show of all time, Broadway Comedy Club. Check it out. Tiny.cc slash greatest comedy show. We have an epic, epic lineup. We're going to rock. We've been away for, the show's been away for two months. We're so fucking excited. It's going to be epic. So check it out. Tiny.cc slash Greatest Comedy Show. And follow the show on Instagram at Greatest Comedy Show. And you'll get all the deets as well. So, yeah. Now we're getting out of here. Mr. Mo. See ya. Peace. Thank you for listening to Believe. 
You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.